The following is a presentation of the New York Presbyterian Hudson Valley Hospital Center, a better place to get better. Welcome to the Health and Happiness Show with Casey, a weekly presentation with guests, ideas, information, and fun designed to improve your life from 100.7 WHUD. Hi, it's Casey. I think we could call this Health and Happiness Show the wonderful women of Westchester and the Hudson Valley. You're going to meet a few fabulous ladies who are creating art, community, and mindfulness. And another woman who is bringing a performance to New York City to shine a light on mental health. In fact, we're going to start right there because the show is this weekend at Hunter College. It's called This Is My Brave. And the musicians, performers, and comedians who are taking the stage know mental health issues firsthand. Here's Jennifer Marshall. We're not really a theatrical group. We're really um, just a community of mental health advocates. We're people who have, you know, experienced mental health struggles and challenges. And we want to share our story to educate people and also to let others, you know, who also may be facing similar challenges, let them know that they're not alone. So the people who do perform are also suffering from mental illness in some way. They themselves are suffer have, have gone through you know a challenge, or they may have um, have had a loved one close to them that 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 had struggled, and they're they're um, at a place where they can talk about it. So yeah, it's either loving someone who has some, a condition like this, or yourself living with it. So this is my brave the show that's going to be at Hunter College. Everyone's welcome to attend, and I would imagine the theme is somewhat uplifting. Yes, definitely. There's definitely that focus. Focus on recovery as possible. Talking about it does wonders for educating and, and erasing the stigma. That's the other you know goal of this is we want people to know that we're regular people just like you and you know just like you and me. And and I myself you know like live with bipolar disorder and and I've been through a lot. It's been ten years and I've learned how to manage it. And these folks have too. And so yeah, it's very inspiring. And then everyone gets a chance to meet the cast afterwards. But what's in your background that said, hey, and we can put on a show? You know, nothing really. <laughs> I don't have a theater background. I just thought that, you know, I had so much of a of a positive experience when I opened up. I, I blogged anonymously for a year and a half, and I was afraid of what people would think of me. And then one day I got published on a big website, and, you know, I thought, you know, I'm sick of hiding. I want to put my real name on my writing. And I opened up, and all this outpouring of support came out from people that I didn't know and people I did know that didn't know that I had struggled. And I wanted to give other people that same experience. And so I thought, what better way than to, you know, highlight these stories on stage and bring people together for a community event. And so we did it. I know so many young people, some in college, who are on medication for social anxiety disorder, for post-traumatic stress disorder, for just, you know, any kind of anxiety and depression. And I think this is such a gift that you're giving them. I just want to say thank you for that. Oh, thank you for saying that. That's that's the kind of response we get from people when they come to our show. You know, they, they say thank you for sharing your story. And you see a lot of people approaching cast members after the show to talk about, you know, hey, you know, I went through something similar and they connect. And so it's, it's a really neat experience. And what else do we need to know about what you do? Just that 
you know, everyone can find their voice and, and it takes time. And, you know, that looking for these stories online and connecting with people who have been in, in similar situations is very healing. Our website is thisismybrave.org. Thank you so much, Casey. Isn't she brave? Jennifer Marshall. This is My Brave. The show is at Hunter College this weekend. Get all the details about this great group at thisismybrave.org. Next, there are new stars in the sky over the Hudson River, and you'll meet the woman who put them there. This is the Health and Happiness Show with Casey on 100.7 WHUD. If you have a question or need more information about things you've heard on the show, email kcradio at gmail.com. The Health and Happiness Show. Information, fun, and inspiration. does an award-winning Hudson Valley Hospital get even better? It teams up with the number one hospital in New York. Hudson Valley Hospital is now part of New York Presbyterian, and with our new name comes new possibilities. New York Presbyterian Hudson Valley Hospital now has expanded clinical services previously not available in the Hudson Valley, and easy access to the expertise and resources of New York Presbyterian in Manhattan. Visit nyp.org slash Hudson Valley to learn more about the amazing things happening here. Hi, this is Fran Capo, adventurer, comedian, and author of Hopeville, the City of Light, which gives the 44 secrets to happiness. Here's one of those secrets. We know the people we love, but we don't always tell them. Starting today, I want you to say I love you to all the important people in your life daily. It feels good for you and the other person. It's amazing how easily we could take things for granted. Ah, they know I love them. I'm sure they do, but it's really nice to hear. Think of it this way. Just like you need water to exist on a daily basis, think of those words as watering the soul. Then I want you to take it one step further and do the hardest thing, the most important thing. Look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself that you love you. It's not conceited, it's confidence. If people did this one simple thing, less people would have issues with self-esteem and the world would be a happier place, filled with lighter energy. Now, I'm not suggesting you do this in the bathroom at work or in an elevator that's crowded. But from now on in the morning, give yourself a wink or just say it. I dare you. Come on, right now, if no one's looking, grab your arm and kiss it. Mm, I love you, I love you, I love you. Mm. I know you may feel silly, but but really, trust me, it'll help. This is Fran Kappel, the world's fastest talking woman. And I always make sure I slow down to let the special people in my life know I love them and take the time to love myself. To learn more about Hopeville, check out francapo.com. Hi, it's Casey. Did you ever take the Hudson Line of Metro North as far as Beacon or drive along scenic Route 9D? I bet you wondered about what's going on over at that old castle off the coast of Beacon. Artist Melissa McGill wondered that too, and now she's created something spectacular there. Tell us the story, Melissa. Well, the actual name of the island is Polapel Island, and we call it Polapel Island with the Bannerman Castle Ruin. And this is part of the Hudson Highlands State Park, and there's a castle ruin on this island that was built in the turn of the century by a man named Franz Bannerman, hence the name, Bannerman's Castle. I would see this place from, as you said, passing by on the train, going back and forth to New York City from Beacon, and I would always wonder what this place was. So that brought me to proposing the project. 
project to the New York State Parks Department. And this project is pretty spectacular. Tell everybody about it. Okay. The project is called Constellation, and Constellation is a public art project that will be up for two years. Every evening, as the sun goes down, point by point, solar-powered LEDs alight one by one with, as the stars come out in the night sky, and this happens over 15 minutes, and the stars stay illuminated for two hours and then fade out one by one. And this will happen every night for two years. Let me give you a few brief references for what these stars mark off in this new constellation. The first is that they refer to the original structure that was once there. So all the part that's missing of the castle that's fallen and made it a ruin, the stars actually refer to those missing parts in the sky. And then they also refer to a Lenape belief, the Native Americans who are in this area, about the white road of stars that leads from this world to the spirit world. Wow, this is imagination. Melissa McGill is our guest. She is an artist and she has created something spectacular at Bannerman's Island, which you call by its proper name, which is... Polapel Island. Polapel Island. Now, so this is like a canopy you created? What does your artwork look like? Is it just the LED lights? They must be on something. Yes, they're on 40 to 80 foot poles that place them in the sky. So during the day, you see these lines rising up out of the structure. And then um, that's, and those refer to the original structure that was there. So it gives you kind of a line drawing in space, a vertical rhythm of poles within the structure. And then those poles disappear as the light goes down and the stars emerge and that replaces um, the, you know, the experience. So the nighttime experience is seeing these stars floating above that create a new constellation based on these references I described that float above the cast. It's pretty magical. It sounds magical. A new constellation, this is called Constellation, right, your creation? Yes, yes. And how are we going to get to Bannerman's Island to see this in the evenings? You, there's a few different ways that the project can be seen. Um, a great way to see it is riding the train, is peeking out the window between Cold Spring and Beacon and shielding your eyes from the interior lights on the car and just looking out the window. That's a great view. There's also, um, you can be, it can be seen from both sides of the river on hiking trails. As the, as the leaves fall, it's going to be even more visible from the road. Um, but you can also take a boat tour. Um, we, we work with the Bannerman Castle trust to do boat tours on the weekends in the evening, sunset boat tours that go out and you actually give you an opportunity to walk around on the island and then see the project light from the water. Um, That information is on the project website, which I'll give you in a moment. There's also going to be a book launch cruise coming up on October 17th and we're doing a um, boat trip that evening, so that's another special opportunity that people can get out on the water to see it. Seeing it from the boat is one of the best ways to see it because you're on the water in this majestic Hudson Highlands fjord and you know you see them in the sky above the island up close wonderful so you you have a companion book that goes along with the constellation installation of art that's on the island yes wow you have been a busy girl (laughs) yes we also have a free download on the website, an audio guide, um, so you can hear me talking and Hadrian Cummins from the Lenape Center and Sam Anderson, critic at large for New York Times Magazine. There, um, there's a wonderful um, audio guide produced by Maya Thomas that can be seen in free, free download. All right, so you're in good company, and what is this website we need to go to? Okay, it's melissamcgillconstellation.com. And what did Melissa McGill do before she created this fabulous work of art? Well, 
while all of my work has always been about, my artwork has been always about the relationship of absence and presence, so what's there and what's missing. So I uh, predominantly work in sculpture and installation work, and this is my second project in the landscape, and it's the biggest project I've ever done, by far the most ambitious. And why did you bring in the Native American factor? It is a mysterious island. A lot of people don't know anything about the history. Some people know something about Francis Bannerman, who was a Scottish immigrant who came, and he was really the father of Army-Navy surplus stores. Basically, he collected Army-Navy surplus and resold it, and he's the one who built this castle on this island. So some people know about that. But what I found in researching is that very few people knew about the history before that. And I was really interested in the longer view, connecting it back to the Native Americans and connecting it back to the landscape that they lived in, which also has a lot of parallels with my interest in the environment and the New York State parks and a lot of the organizations I've worked with to make this project happen, Riverkeeper, Scenic Hudson, Hudson Highlands Land Trust, Autobahn. You know, we all have the same mission about appreciating the landscape and our environmental resources, and so it felt appropriate to do that. Do you feel the the Native families smiling on this? Well, the Lenape Center, who I've worked with closely, um, is very happy to have a contemporary, um, a modern take on their belief about Opi Tamakin, which is this belief in this white, the white road that connects this world to the next. So they've been very excited to bring their voice back through this artwork into the conversation. Opi Tamakin. Yes. On Polapel Island. Yes. Very good. Give me the website one more time. MelissaMcGillConstellation.com. Beautiful. Thanks to Melissa McGill. Enjoying art can create mindfulness. Searching for beauty works every time. But here's a question. How do you get yourself centered when you're in the midst of your multifaceted, multitasking day? Spiritual medium and life coach Robin C. Muller has a technique. It's called Stop, Look, and Listen, a way to come back home to your true self when the crazies take hold. But as Robin reminds us, it's a practice. Basically, what the stop, look, listen technique is, is just utilize it every day. Catch yourself and become aware of when you're kind of in your mental body way too much and you need like a stronghold in your, your day, basically. Because the more you go into mental thought, the more you go into the, those mental constructs, the more difficult it is to run through the day. Because you never really feel grounded enough in your life and your ability to handle things around you. So it's really, really important. So Stop, Look, and Listen gets you out of your head and into the moment. Exactly. And not only in the moment per se, you want to drop it down into your like heart center, into your chest area. You know, they call it the heart chakra, but you want to just drop it down. So you would say you would feel it in your like your forehead area. Then you would move it into your throat area and then you would move it into your chest area. And you would just want to like all of a sudden say, wow, okay, this is working. The more you do it, the more it works for you. All right. So, so, so what am I moving from my head to my chest. What we're going to do is we're going to take yourself, take away that crazy, crazy thought and say inside yourself, so you put it in your, your forehead, I am going to stop. I am going to listen. That goes into your, into your throat area. I am going to actually be calm. 
You know, I am going uh, to. Okay. I am going to listen inside. What, what the idea here is is to get it within your chest area, your heart area, and then listen out of there. So there's a reason why we drop in. We drop in to be more centered. We drop in so we could be more aware. And then we want to hear what's going on in there. Most people are all in their mental construct, and they don't know how to drop in. So most people are stuck in their heads, in their mental construct. What else is there? What's their alternative? Oh, their alternative is to actually be conscious that the mental construct is not the only energy out there that needs your attention. The soul, which is in the heart center, needs attention. The higher parts of us need attention. So when you bring yourself within yourself, like within the physical, within that, those centers of being, you are out of mental construct, and being out of mental construct brings you out of anxiety, brings you out of fear, brings you out of distress, brings you out of drama. It just drops you in. From my work, what I do is like we're not really, really present with the tools needed to, I don't know, like land us inside so that we could be able to operate from the deeper parts of us, the yeah. calmer parts of us. And, and then the, you know, the mental is always going to be there, struggles and drama and, and you know, grief, what, whatever's there, it's always going to be there. But if we operate, if we can operate with it differently, yeah. that makes all the difference in the world. And the only way that I've found to be able to help my clients and, and others is to just do a simple, it's simple, just simply try it. And if you simply try it, it brings you in, and then you're going to go out into the mental construct again, of course. Sure. Then you do it again, and, you know, so on and so on, until all of a sudden, one day, it's like, wow, I didn't go there. Right. <laughs> I didn't go there to that family, you know, crazy that I have. I'm, like, actually within myself, and I can handle it differently. So we're talking also about a handling mechanism. Robin C. Muller is our guest. We're talking about mindfulness. Her, her technique is stop, look, listen, when you're all freaked out, running around multitasking just put the thought in your head that you're going to be calm you're going to be present and bring that from your head down into your heart ah take a breath in there's a whole new world waiting for you there it's so funny i now live my life this way it took me a long long time but now i'll get an email and someone will say would you like to do this or would you like to do that i won't respond right away it used to be i responded to everything immediately So if I wait and I don't respond immediately, six, seven, eight minutes later, I'm going to get a feeling in my gut that tells me exactly what to do. That's exactly it. And there's no book out there that says, this is how you do it. You know, there's no one out there saying, give me a simple tool, just a simple tool. You know, we're busy people. We're in humanity. We're in our humanness. Uh, Give me something that I could use in my everyday just, just do that. And this, is, this, I believe, is the simplest, easiest way to do it. Stop, look, and listen when you feel overwhelmed. Try it. For more on Robin C. Muller, visit spiritinside.net. Well, you know what they say. When you want something done, ask a busy woman. And there are few busier in Westchester than Kathy Boyle. She's a financial planner with Chapin Hill who literally creates monthly breakfast meetings to foster support and community. Kathy, we want to hear your story. 
So breakfast clubs for me are a way to bring the people together in the community. Food is communal, so I actually cook breakfast for everyone, and I bring together uh, local business owners uh, together in someone's store. So it's really fun to come in and actually meet the owner and just network. There's no agenda. There's no speeches. There's no long, um, you know, honoree getting an award, and uh, it's all about meeting one another, connecting, finding out who can help um, whom. I uh, get more business, um, connect with other people within the community, and I also sponsor a not-for-profit at each one of these events. So I love to highlight the local not-for-profit and let people see that there's so much good to be done and there's ways that you can help even if you can't write a check. So you're a busy woman, owner of Chapin Hill Advisors, helping people plan out their financial life. When do you have time to cook breakfast? <laughs> I'm extremely organized, and I don't get a lot of sleep. People always ask me how many hours I sleep. So I'm very organized. We lay out the menu in advance. I love to cook. Um, it's really easy for me to cook. And so basically I will line up everything ahead of time. A lot of times I can do the breakfast uh, breads in advance. So I can do an Irish soda bread. I could do uh, scones, and I can freeze those. Um, but I cook the night before, and then I get up super early the day of. So I typically get up at 4 o'clock, and between 4 and 7 I can whip out, you know, 4 to 6 items. We have all different kinds of businesses come. There's lots and lots of home businesses. Shoot, sorry. That's okay. We love dogs. <laughs> and it's just breakfast and networking. Just breakfast and networking, and we do support the charity. So um, at the last one, I had Friends of Karen, which is a wonderful organization um, supporting the children and the families uh, where people are affected with cancer. They love to have volunteers. They love to get the word out. And so it's just very nice for people to hear about it. And sometimes a charity will resonate with one of the um, members of the club, the attendees, and they will be, uh, oh, my God, I love that. I want to volunteer. I want to get involved. And so that's a win-win for everybody. All right, so when's your next event? So our next event is coming up October 23rd in, in uh, Mount Kisco, and we're actually supporting Neighbors Link of Northern Westchester, uh, which is a wonderful community organization. They actually have a space large enough. They're hosting the event as well as being the uh, sponsor charity, which is a little bit unusual, uh, but I'm happy to do that, and they have parking, which is always critical, and uh, I come in like a little caterer, so I come in with the tables, the tablecloths, the warming tray, the whole nine yards. I make breakfast different each time. I'm also vegetarian, so I like to spread the word that you don't have to kill an animal to have a fabulous meal, and um, I make funny icebreakers on the name tag. So instead of saying, um, you know, KCWHUD, it might be uh, Radio Chick um. or, you know, something just fun and funny. Instead of a trust in a state attorney, it might say T&E is my game. And people <laughs> then say, what is T&E? And it starts the conversation. And so people get to know each other beyond, you know, how'd you get here today? And also, since everybody knows me, how do you know Kathy? And the stories go on and on and on. So it just, again, creates a convivial atmosphere, a lot of wonderful um, warmth. And because Facebook is so wonderful, I can now post pictures of my food on Facebook. Everybody loves a good meal. And then I put a little verbiage out about, you know, how this is um, just a way for the community to connect. And I'll go from Somers down to uh, Chappaqua with people attending. And I host it anywhere from Katona, Bedford, Bedford Hills into Mount Kisco. Great. Now, how can people find you? Oh, they can easily find me with Kay Boyle at ChapinHill.com or Google Chapin Hill Advisors or Google Kathy. 
Kathy Boyle, and it'll come up. And I'm happy to invite any local business owner to a breakfast. And what's your dog's name? Oh, well, there are five dogs, Casey. (laughs) And Walter needs a home. I have a beautiful lab that needs a home. So we have Jojo, Paco, uh, Diamond, uh, Maggie. And then we have cats, rabbits, guinea pigs, and a horse. Wow. And you still have time to cook breakfast once a month (laughs) so people can get together and network. You bet. It brings business around and sends good energy out there. And rescuing animals is my real passion along with cooking. Kathy Boyle, superwoman like so many of you. Find Kathy just about everywhere, including at ChapinHill.com. Thanks to all my wonderful guests this week. Check into the website to see what's new, caseyradio.com, and have a great week. See you next week on the radio. You've been listening to The Health and Happiness Show with Casey. The content of The Health and Happiness Show is intended for general information purposes only. The Health and Happiness Show is a presentation of the New York Presbyterian Hudson Valley Hospital Center. You can listen to previously broadcast shows online at caseyradio.com. Join Casey for another edition of The Health and Happiness Show next Sunday morning on 100.7 WHUD.